Why can I not say that word? What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Pop Cultured. I'm Carrie, that's Cedric. We are your loyal pop culture servants. It is Friday, February 5th, and we're here to give you all the latest and greatest pop culture news from the past week. Now, this week was a crazy week for pop culture news. This show is going to be jam-packed. I have a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the news, and let's get you pop cultured. Let's get into our top story of the week. Country music star Morgan Wallen receives backlash after being caught on camera using a racial slur. According to TMZ, the country music star's neighbor recorded footage of Morgan and his friends returning home in the early hours of Sunday, January 31st. In the video, a man reported to be Morgan is heard using a racial slur among other expletives while speaking to others in the group before going into his home. Shortly after the story broke, Wallen acknowledged his actions in a statement provided saying, quote, I'm embarrassed and sorry. I used an unacceptable and inappropriate racial slur that I wish I could take back. There are no excuses to use this type of language ever. I want to sincerely apologize for using the word. I promise to do better." End quote. Sadly, this is not the first time in recent months that Morgan has been at the center of controversy. Last October, Saturday Night Live scrapped his scheduled performance after he broke COVID-19 protocols by partying at the University of Alabama after a football game. At the time, Morgan released a heartfelt statement saying that he had, quote, some growing up to do and that he was taking some time away from the limelight to refocus. Then, last May, he was arrested for public intoxication and disorderly conduct after he was kicked out of a bar on Broadway in Nashville. Let's break this down a little bit further. Look, this one is tough for me. I have been extremely, extremely vocal about the fan that I'm a huge fan of Morgan Wallen and his music. I've talked about that a lot. I love this guy's music. He's one of my favorite country musicians right now. Country is the majority of what I listen to and I love his stuff. I'm always pumped when he puts out new music and I've been a fan of his basically since the beginning of his career. That being said, this is so bad and it's not excusable in any way and his apology was so underwhelming and quite frankly it's just it's not going to cut it at this point this is a complex story so let's talk about what he said and in the context in which he said it wallen was coming home from a night of partying with a group of buddies he was in his driveway when he jokingly referred to one of his friends as the n-word now because of this information and this context some people are coming to wallen's defense saying he didn't use the term in a derogatory way and even saying that he meant it as a term of endearment to his friend but this is the thing and this is how i reason it in my head that word, used anyway, is derogatory. It's not endearing, ever. Period, end of sentence, wrap it up, we're done. That's all. And maybe that's why I'm so disgusted by this. Because this notion that a terrible, terrible word can be made less terrible or even societally acceptable when used in a joking manner is absolutely absurd to me. It does not matter in what context you're saying it or who you're saying it to, you should not be saying it. I don't care who you are or how many records you sell. It's disgusting, it's a bad word. And the context here does not matter in my opinion. Now let's dive into some of the follow. Within hours of the news breaking, the repercussions started to pile up. As of today, Wallen's music has been yanked from SiriusXM, Pandora, and CMT, as well as iHeartRadio, Camulus, and Intercom Chains. Many DSPs, which stands for Direct Streaming Platforms, so that's Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, etc., have rendered him nearly invisible, removing him from all of their playlists. As if this wasn't already a big enough hit, on Wednesday, Wallen's recording label Big Loud Records released a statement saying they had, quote, suspended his contract indefinitely. 
Now, what that all entails, I don't yet know, but it does not sound good. And it can't bode well for any performances coming up or any appearances that he maybe had scheduled for 2021. By early Thursday morning, the New York Post was reporting that the Academy of Country Music had disqualified Wallen from performing at or receiving any recognition during the upcoming Academy of Country Music Awards. In terms of his career, this disaster could not have come at a worse time. Wallen's career was literally blowing up and it showed no signs of slowing down up until a few days ago. Wallen released his second studio album in early January and in just three days, it broke huge streaming records on Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon. The repercussions that are coming are no doubt going to strain what would have been a record-breaking album and a record-breaking year of press, tours, accolades, and a lot of that is stuff that he will not be receiving anymore. Here are my final thoughts. This kid needs to get his shit together. And yes, I'm calling him a kid when he's roughly my same age because in the last year he's acted like a literal child. And it's mind boggling to me how many times he has fumbled and the fumbles keep getting worse and worse and worse. The world is truly Morgan Wallen's oyster. He is extremely talented. And at this rate, he was on his way to having a truly monstrous and long career. Literally the only thing that's going to ruin it for him is himself. And that's exactly what's happening right now. And to me, that fact right there is actually truly, really sad. In a lot of ways, the amateur therapist in me sees a person who has a history of self-sabotage. He just worked his ass off for almost a year to put out a truly incredible album. And now because of some careless actions, he's really not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor at all. The same thing goes for the stunt on SNL. Country musicians do not perform on SNL a lot. It was a big deal when he got that gig and he screwed himself over again by just a really bad decision. Does he deserve major repercussions for his actions? Yes, hell yes he does. Everything that's coming his way right now is him reaping what he sowed. But as someone who loves his music and someone who in general likes to see talented people put their work out there and succeed and do great things, I really hope this is his rock bottom and I hope that he can take a step back from this moment. And I don't know if it's gonna be the monetary things or the you know, the stains that happened to his image, cause that's definitely happening. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I hope something in there, you know, hits him hard enough that he takes a step back and decides he's gonna make some changes. Moving on to our next story of the week, the 2021 Golden Globe nominations are officially out. On Wednesday morning, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association announced its 2021 Golden Globe nominations. This year's ceremony will air live on February 28th with comedians Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosting the affair. Considering the past year and how much time we've all spent at home, I'm sure no one is surprised to hear that streaming services dominated both television and film nominations this year. Netflix led the way in both television and film nominations, including the drama Mank, which led with six nods, and The Trial of the Chicago 7, which followed with five nominations. In the television categories, Netflix's royal drama The Crown led with six nominations, followed closely by the comedy and fan favorite Chits Creek with five. Now, some of the nominations were a little strange to me. That is always to be expected. The number one thing that was strange to me was that Netflix's huge hit Bridgerton was completely shut out of any nominations at all. This was especially alarming to me considering Emily in Paris, another Netflix success, but not nearly on the level of Bridgerton, received a handful of nominations. I also found it very strange that 32-time Golden Globe nominee Meryl Streep was left out for both of her roles in The Prom and in Let Them Talk, especially when her co-star, James Corden, was nominated on the male end of things. Also notably missing from any nominations was The Good Place, Pen15, and Issa Rae's hit show, Insecure. 
On the other end, I was extremely surprised to see that the Netflix drama Ratchet was nominated for a couple of awards. I tried to watch that show and I watched five or six episodes. It's so weird, you guys, I could, I could not. And I don't think it was that well received either. So I was really surprised when I saw that it was nominated for quite a few awards. So I don't know, award shows are weird and I'm really only there for the fashion anyways. I don't understand how they nominate, I don't understand how they vote. I don't really understand any of it. And every year there's stuff that gets nominated where I just scratch my head at it. And then there's stuff that doesn't get nominated where I also scratch my head at it. Moving on to our next story, Budweiser, Coke, and Pepsi among the mega brands that have decided to sit out of commercials this year during the Super Bowl. Budweiser, Coke, and Pepsi, which have all debuted some very, very iconic Super Bowl commercials in the past, are all opting not to pay the astronomical fee for the 32nd spot during the big game this year. Anheuser-Busch, which usually runs Budweiser and Bud Light ads during the Super Bowl, says it is donating the money it would have spent on the ads to coronavirus vaccination efforts. The company said in a statement, quote, Later this year, Budweiser hopes to support recovery on-premise at bars and restaurants by accelerating COVID recovery so people can reunite again, end quote. Other huge brands like Coke and Audi have also released statements saying they are planning not to advertise during the Super Bowl. The Coca-Cola company said that it wouldn't advertise this year to, quote, ensure it's investing in the right resources during these unprecedented times, end quote. PepsiCo, which sponsors the halftime show, will focus on that rather than advertising for the Pepsi soft drink. However, the brand will still advertise for some of its other products like Mountain Dew and Frito-Lay products. While we won't be able to count on any heartwarming videos of polar bears sucking down Coke or any Clydesdales galloping through the snow, we can count on the fact that several other brands have bought Super Bowl ad space for the first time. Among them is Triller, which is a TikTok rival, Fiverr, which is an online freelance marketplace, and Vroom, an online car seller. Let's break it down just a little bit further. For reference, a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl will cost you an estimated $5.5 million. While I was initially a little surprised to hear this news, once I sat down and put the pieces together, it truly does make sense for a lot of these brands. A lot of these big beverage companies like Coke and Pepsi have taken huge hits this year due to the closures of places like restaurants, movie theaters, and stadiums that serve their fountain drinks at large quantity. We've all heard about small businesses making cutbacks and readjusting their business models. And honestly, it's kind of refreshing to me to see some of these large brands do the same thing. They're not the mom and pop pizza shop down the street, but they're not immune to market difficulties. I will definitely miss those cute polar bears though. Moving on to our next story, Jeff Bezos has announced that he is stepping down as Amazon's CEO. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos will step down from his role as chief executive later this year and transition to the role of executive chair. Bezos founded Amazon in 1994 and has since morphed the one-time online bookseller into a mega retailer with global reach in a slew of different categories. You know them all. Gadgets, groceries, streaming, Amazon does it all. Amazon surpassed the $1 trillion market cap under Bezos' leadership in January of last year and is now worth more than $1.6 trillion. Taking over for Bezos as CEO is Andy Jassy, who currently serves as the CEO of the company's cloud-based Amazon Web Services. The news comes alongside an earnings report, which Amazon posted its first $100 billion quarter. Amazon stock has gained 4% so far just in 2021 and is up nearly 70% in the last 12 months. According to reports, Bezos says that he will stay engaged in important Amazon projects, but will also have more time to focus on the Bezos Earth Fund, his Blue Origin spaceship company, the Washington Post, and the Amazon Day One Fund. Let's break it down a little further. Look, I am not surprised by this move at all. 
Jeff Bezos is literally the richest man on the planet. He has nothing left to prove. There's no material possession he has left to acquire. There's no record he has left to break. He's done it all. It should be no surprise to anyone that the pandemic has been amazing for Amazon and that they have seen insane growth while the rest of the world is merely surviving and struggling to stay alive. So in reality, with their growth at record levels, it's pretty much the perfect time for him to transition to this next period and for them to put someone else in his place and start doing the things he was doing. If I'm Jeff Bezos, I'm gonna keep my fingers in the big picture regarding Amazon, but most of my brain power and a lot of what keeps me up at night is probably gonna to go towards furthering my legacy in other ways. I really see him taking on like a Bill Gates type of pivot where he spends his time fully focusing on his philanthropy projects that are near and dear to his heart. Let's move on to some congrats and condolences of the week. Congrats this week goes out to Oprah, the queen of talk show television turned 67 on January 29th. Happy birthday to the big O, she is quite the lady and I wish her a happy 67th birthday. Our next congratulations goes out to Justin Timberlake, the pop star turned actor turned the big 4-0 on January 31st. A big happy birthday wish goes out to him. Our next congrats of the week goes out to TJ Osborne. TJ is one half of the country music band, The Brothers Osborne, and recently came out as gay, saying in a statement to Time Magazine, quote, I want to get to the height of my career being completely who I am. I mean, I am who I am, but I've kept a part of me muted and it's been stifling, end quote. Osborne is currently the only openly gay artist signed to a major country label. A huge congratulations goes out to him. It takes a lot of courage to just be who you are, especially when who you are is different from most people. I will leave a link to the Time Magazine article about him. It is just a really great article and it's really great to see and it's heartwarming. I wish him all the best and I'm just, I'm so happy for him. We have one condolence for this week and it goes out to the family and friends of Dustin Diamond. Last week I reported that Diamond was recently diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And this week, unfortunately, I have to report that he passed away at age 44 from that lung cancer. Sending out well wishes to his entire family. It sounds like it happened very, very quickly and he was still a really young guy. So it's, it's just really sad and unfortunate to hear. Condolences go out to his entire family and all of his friends. That's gonna wrap up the show for today, you guys. As always, put your thoughts about any of the stories I covered today in the comments below. I would love to hear what you guys think Jeff Bezos is gonna do now that he's not Amazon CEO. I would also love to know what you think about the Golden Globe nominations. Put all of your reactions in the comments below. I would love to hear them. If this is your first time here, hi, I'm Carrie, and I would love it if you came back again. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you did, please make sure you give this video a thumbs up and make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss next week's show. If you want to keep up with me on a daily basis, you can find me on Instagram. I am at Carrie.Gillespie. That's going to do it for today, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. You have officially been pop cultured.